0: Good morning, everybody. This is Steve Backus. We want to welcome you to another episode of Gritty Hope, and I want to say to you that I miss Katie Beth today. Katie Beth's not here. Uh, I have a special guest with me. Uh, Reverend James Fields is, is with us this morning. Uh, good morning, James. Good to have you. Mm-hmm.
1: Good morning. Thank you, Brother Backus, uh, for inviting us to come and share with uh, the folks here in the great community of Gardendale yes yes thank
0: you and we actually had somebody on the very first uh, podcast listening from Great Britain which yeah one person so anyway <laughs> so we might have somebody listening from somewhere else but uh, James and I, I guess have known each other probably since uh, at least 2005 we started talking because we were serving churches that were real close together I won't name the community but there, w- there was this opportunity that we missed, kind of missed to do ministry together there, but we we did talk about it and dream about it and pray about it, and so uh, I always had a great deal of respect for James. And uh, you're at you're at St. James, St. James in Irondale, uh, historical uh, historic Black Church Methodist Church. Correct. Yeah. And um, how long have you been there, James? Fifteen years. Fifteen years, just filling in, right? <laughs> just filling in. Yes, yeah, yes.
1: just. Uh... Matter of fact, I left that the year prior to when we were in discussions Mm -hmm. in '04.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so we've known each other 15 years or better, anyway. Uh, uh, Haven't spoken to James in in a while personally. I keep up with him in social media, (laughs) but I haven't spoken to him in a while. But uh, just just let everybody know a little bit about yourself, James. I know that you've ran for public office at least twice. I'm Correct. Gonna, yeah, so just just feel, tell us a little bit about you. Again,
1: good morning and thank you, uh, Brother Steve. Uh, my name is James C. Fields, Jr, named after my father. It's a great honor to have that. Born and reared in a little small community known as Colony, Alabama, uh, nestled in the southwest corner of Cullman County. Uh, and Coleman, during his history, was known as one of the sundown towns in our country and in our state. Mm-hmm. I uh, graduated high school in 1973 from Hansville High School after integration and attended Gaston Community College and owned Jacksonville State University, where I received a degree in criminology and uh, sociology. And from there, I spent two years in Officer's Candidate School in the United States Marine Corps and was honorably discharged and served another six years in active duty. And from there, I went to work with the state of Alabama, um, working with, at that time, the employment service, helping people connecting employers with possible or prospective employees and moved from there very quickly marriage and had a couple of children and from that marriage um, uh, to another marriage and I lost my wife in 1998 and remarried in 2002 Uh, in 2007 there was a a grand opportunity for me I'm still working for the state now as a fraud investigator in the OSI unit supervising North Alabama Montgomery North and had several investigators that worked for me there Uh, But I had an opportunity to run for office as a state representative, and I had no inclination, no thought about doing that. And one of the guys who was part of the Democrat Party in Cullman says, you need to run. They're doing polling, and no matter who they put you against, you're winning. I said, really? I said, does people remember uh, the color of my skin? He says, look, they love you here in Cullman. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, and we found that to be very ironic because uh, 90% of the people throughout the state uh, thought it was impossible uh, for a person of color to win, uh, and I ran for the state representative, District 12. It was a special election that began in 07, and in January I was successful in winning by 64% of the vote of people of Coleman County. Uh, and that's because people were voting for James Fields. They were not voting for a black guy, a white guy. Uh, they were voting for James Fields, and and not. And I'm serving a church, mm-hmm. even at that time. Uh, I'm, I'm pastoring uh, in in Irondale, but I was serving the world, not the World Methodist Church, the general church, General Commission on Christian Unity and Interreligious Concerns. Uh, because I had been elected as a delegate to General Conference 2000 and then was assigned to that commission through the church. And why I say that is because I had an opportunity to to visit Senegal, Africa. And while in Senegal, Africa, I made a lot of good friends, and and I was their big black American brother. (laughs) So, you know, when people hear the term, I heard someone speak uh, African-American, um we are black americans and 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 that's and that's something to be very proud of because when i was in africa they made that very clear to me <laughs> no you're my american brother and uh but i'm saying this to get you to after winning um the state representative seat in common which was historic within itself because um uh, when you're dealing with a population of 99% white and less than 1% black, um, mm-hmm. I became an anomaly, as some would mm-hmm. say. And, but uh, the French news uh, came to Alabama and spent a couple of weeks with me from De Gaulle, France. And the relationship with De Gaulle, France, and Senegal, Africa is like flying from here to uh, maybe uh, Texas. And uh, so everything that Senegal received as far as news, uh, the best medical, the best schooling, they would go to de Gaulle, France. There, there are constant flights from de Gaulle, France to Senegal, Africa. And Senegal is the mouth of Africa. If you could stand on the coast of South Carolina, you could look directly into Senegal if you could see that for. Um, And so when they uh, ran it on the news in uh, France, in De Gaulle, I received a phone call uh, from one of the African friends that I met in Senegal and said, hey, big American brother. And I'm trying to figure out who is this. And and he told me his name. and I said, oh, okay." He says, we saw you on TV you do good things and i mm-hmm. said yeah thank you And the conversation went on because i forgot to send him his merle shoes <laughs> and because uh, he always admired the shoes that i wore while, while in africa doing a holistic conference with the ebony bishops but uh and the people of colman honored me with that mm-hmm. and and uh, so in 08 we won in january and then we were sworn in and uh, at the first legislative se- at the first of the legislative session in 08. and I remember the Speaker of the House, uh, Speaker Seth Hammock, who was a member of Andalusia United Methodist Church, and he always called me his pastor. And <laughs> so, uh, much to my dismay, there were a lot of United Methodists uh, there, mainly white. Ninety uh, percent uh, of the African Americans were. Are, either Baptist or and there was a couple of Catholic. but um, So there I was, um, serving probably as the pastor of the whole body.
0: Right. At Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember that election well because I, um, um, I think I was in Roanoke, but we had some people from Roanoke that were raised in Colbin County, and they were all celebrating that James Fields won that yeah. election. They were, they were just so overjoyed by that. so yeah. uh, and people I think coming yeah. was very excited. And I think James, I think that speaks highly of you and in, in your integrity and your yeah. character uh-huh. that, that you can that you can communicate and identify with lots of different people. Yes you know uh, And I've always appreciated that about you. Well you know
1: uh, the, well, Steve, that's the way we were reared. Uh, respect, uh, hard work. Uh, I think about this pandemic that we're under now, and they talk about when you go outside, come back in, wash your hands. I remember mm-hmm. it coming up as a child. When you walked back in the house, uh, Mama made you wash your hands. Absolutely. You didn't yeah. touch anything until you washed right. your it's, hands.
0: Especially if you were going into the kitchen, right? You didn't, you it, didn't go you in? Didn't, <laughs> you didn't go in the kitchen.
1: No, sir. And then, uh, you know, we didn't have any inside facilities, so we washed our hands in a wash pan. Uh, mm-hmm. We had a small wash pan. And we took our baths in a number three tub. There you go. Uh, and, yeah. uh, we would dip the water with a foot tub, what we call a foot mm-hmm. tub. And so, um, this just brought back memories, uh, remembrance to me to always uh, wash your hands always. And mm-hmm. so, but there, there've been a lot of things that are happening, but, but that's basically my life was, you know, um seven brothers and sisters. My mother had 12 children. Uh, uh, We lost uh, five at birth. Uh, Mother did but she but God Mm -hmm. blessed us. There would one would be born and live and then one would die and then another one would be born and live and one would die. But uh, father worked in the coal mines and uh, coal mines shut down and uh, then they both my parents worked at Goldenrod Burrell as a portrait processing plant, and then later on, I uh, was still with the employment service, and uh, I got my mother a better job at uh, one of the uh, compressor plants in common and so that she would be able to make more money because uh, we lost our father in 1984. I remember when my mother started driving, uh, she forgot you when you go into a curve, you gotta. <laughs> Turned the steering wheel to the curb her mother just kept going straight and went up in the pasture but uh, she learned how to drive and uh, then later on in life uh, she would only go forward so people parked way away from her when <laughs> at, at church service
0: because mother's going forward not back not backwards I hear you <laughs> uh, Thanks for being here today, James, and um, of course we're all living in a time, uh, we're recording this on June 30th, and so we're all living uh, in a time of uh, COVID-19 pandemic and a time of uh, um, when we're talking about police brutality, um, I know the murder of George Floyd is real close to everybody's heart and mind, Um, and then the ensuing protests, and then of course the ensuing riots. Uh, that started after that, so you know James and I are pretty close to the same age. I was born in nineteen sixty He was born a few years before that, uh, and i've told my congregation recently in sermons that I remember very well in elementary school uh, of what happened in April nineteen sixty eight when Dr Martin Luther King jr. was murdered uh, in Memphis uh, and I remember seeing it all over the TV and as a child uh, a young child wondering uh why, and, uh, you know, questioning. I don't understand, you know, and, uh, because we would see a lot of this in the news. Uh, uh, water hoses used on the black people in and, and Selma and Martin Luther King Jr. in Birmingham jail. All, you know, all of this is going on, and as a young child, it was very confusing to me. Uh, and it just to be honest with you, very outside of my experience, I, um, I was going to school at uh, Pinson Valley, Uh, at the time in elementary school and I can remember when we got our first uh, black student uh, teacher and it was a man and everybody was just oh you know and I'm like oh I don't know what the big deal is I think the guy's pretty cool you know (laughs) you know and so as a child it was very confusing to me Um, I don't know I know we've came a long way but we've got so much farther to go when it comes to race relations. Um, you want to speak into that a little bit? The, the, situa-
1: the race situation is that we have failed uh, to really uh, teach history and maybe maybe there are good reasons why uh, we failed to do that or just neglected to do it or didn't feel compelled to do it, and that's why we're seeing a repeat uh, of what happened 100 years ago, 50 years ago, uh, and a lot of situations have just brought back to people's memory uh, of things that happened during the 60s. Mm Mm-hmm during the fifties was even worse and right in the forties was even worse And the thirties was even worse but people survived and and even then you know in our community we had white neighbors uh... we worked in fields with our neighbors we uh, sharing with you earlier we picked beans and cotton and mm-hmm. played and had fun but when school started uh, they went to a different school and we went to our school
2: mm-hmm. we
1: attended our school and then at that time, you get out two weeks in October to pick cotton and we would be back together for those two weeks and, and enjoy one another.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of things that happened uh, during during that period of time, a lot of sad things, a lot of things that even I uh, sort of just closed my mind to or my memory or just sort of put it on the back burner. Uh and it's hard for me right now to even talk to a lot of my friends that I grew up with in at Hansville uh, when we integrated and some we attended college together it's, it's difficult uh, mm-hmm. I think we all have some prejudicedness in us mm-hmm. uh, for one thing or the other but I think the death of George Floyd sorta of was like the the needle that had been hidden in that haystack, mm-hmm. and somebody found it. Yeah. And unfortunately, you have a group uh, of folks who uh, they're going to be who they are, uh, the looters, the rioters. They, I mean, they exist, yeah. folks. Mm-hmm. But the good thing about what I'm seeing now is that it is causing us to have conversations to deal with racism. Right. And and the sadness is, is that I don't think any of us truly understand, especially in the faith community. I, I see the faith community coming together mm-hmm. and, and, and dealing with this issue. I know the... United Methodist Church is definitely dealing with it Mm -hmm. um, from uh, religion and race and Mm -hmm. um, Christian unity, and all those agencies have got a podcast. will be coming out uh, on the 1st. Right. Uh, So it's a sad thing to see um, Mm -hmm. the way Mr. Floyd lost his life You wished everyone was perfect, and and, and no Mm -hmm. one is. There was only one perfect individual that walked this earth, and we know who that is. Amen. And if we can follow the footsteps of Mm -hmm. that man, the second man, because the first man sinned. Exactly. And if we can follow that example, if we can just love a neighbor Mm -hmm. as ourselves, do good, love mercy, Walk humbly mm-hmm. and do justly. Um, we we must this this is very this is this, this 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 is tough times. It is. It is. And mm-hmm. I was overjoyed to see in Cullman there was a group of about thirty to 50 40 uh, young people who were uh Marching for Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Or, and we use the term protest. They were at the Coleman Depot Park, and I observed them from afar. And I'm, I'm looking at myself, I'm thinking, okay, let's go over and see what this is all about. And they were sincere in, in mm-hmm. what they were doing. There were a few uh, folks who came by that was very mean spirited. But overall, uh, 90% of the people that came by was was cheering them on. The mm-hmm. police chief, I got to give him kudos. He was right there with them, and he took care of them and watched over them to make sure no one harmed them. And, and um, that was a blessing to me because I know the chief of police personally right. of the city mm-hmm. of Coleman and uh, come from a great family. But the George Floyd thing is just... Mm -hmm. it's sort of like this pandemic it has opened our eyes to the fact that we have failed society Mm -hmm. we don't know our young people Uh, hatred is taught Mm. And, and so we have got to sit down with the young people because that's That's who this is going to affect 20 years from now. Um, If we had been taught the history, the lynching, uh, all of those things that happened back years ago, if we had uh, looked at that and and taught the history of what is really happening, Brother Bacchus, is that... uh, we're destined to repeat this 20 years from now yeah. if we don't if, deal if, with it.
0: If we don't deal with it, if we don't talk about it, and if we don't remember uh, where we've been, where we've came from, and, and hopefully set a course for where we're headed yes. in a more positive direction. And we yeah. can do that, yeah. and it's going to, have to take, to me,
1: politics is not going to be the answer. It just gets worse. Amen. We have got to, as people of faith, Uh, follow the lead of jesus christ amen uh and you don't need a crowd Mm -hmm. Uh, jesus always wanted to get away from the crowd (laughs) Uh, and so we've just got to follow christ's lead Mm -hmm. jesus's lead on this and i and i know the church is ready to do it um god god is blessing us Mm -hmm. even in the midst of this pandemic How are we keeping the lights on? How are we doing this and how are we doing that? Because God will not allow his
0: church to fail. Amen. Uh, We divide ourselves so much as broken humanity. We divide ourselves up along so many different lines, not just racial but in other ways too. But the one thing that does unite us as followers of Jesus is our faith. Yes, and we and and I think I think you're absolutely right, James. This is a time for the church to shine. Yes, and uh, and to say we are all made and formed in the image of God, and let's honor Jesus and follow Him. You made a biblical reference that some of the listeners might not be completely aware of when you talked about the first Adam and the second Adam. Uh, James mm-hmm. was referring to the words of the Apostle Paul. He said, in the first Adam, we all die. And he was talking about the garden and original sin. Amen. But in yes. the second Adam, the Lord Jesus Christ were made alive. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. And that's what we proclaim. That's what, that's we, what proclaim. we proclaim. So that's that, right. that, I just wanted to make let everybody know the a little bit about that reference you made earlier. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Thank you
1: for, <laughs> for that clarity because... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, my assumption is everybody that listens to this is, is understands the scripture, but sometimes we should not assume certain things. But thank you, Brother Bacchus You're right. Um, you know, I hope I'm right. It, it, it is Micah, isn't it? Uh, walk humbly, do justly, mm-hmm. love mercy. Right. Yeah. Micah six or something like that. Four and six. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am hopeful. For those of you who will be listening, I am very hopeful. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're headed for a better day. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of pain, uh, but I know that we are. That's where my faith is. I know that God is just waiting for us to say we're ready. Amen. And that, and I know that God is, is moving uh, upon bonus uh again uh, the apostle paul when he wrote to the church at rome you know we still do things that we ought not do mm-hmm. we know we shouldn't do <laughs> and we're not doing the things that we know we should do right and um uh and, and paul made that very clear and he came
0: to the realization oh wretched man that I am absolutely Yeah, Um, who shall deliver me from this body of death and then he he says and then he says thanks be to God for Jesus Christ our Lord amen amen that's right
1: that's right that's right good God almighty we're going
0: to have a preach off if if we're not careful yeah we will Uh, uh,
1: but uh, again uh, my faith has always been as I go back to uh, when we ran for uh the House of Representative seat. I never look at um, people the color of their skin. Uh, I think somewhere if it present yourself friendly.
2: hmm.
1: Um, and and I was overjoyed when the people of Kalman didn't look at James Fields as a black man. Amen. Um, and I know sometimes is it, please understand what I'm saying. It's difficult for uh, white people to say. Well, do I call them Negro? Do I call them colored? Do I call them black? Do I call them Black American? Do I call them African American?
0: We are Black
1: Americans. Amen. And, and we are White Americans. We're all of the human race. Amen. We're all of the same race. Our skin is just a different color. But someone told me years ago, cut you, cut yourself, and see what color blood is. Amen. And uh, then you know that became famous among the Indians. Uh, we became blood brothers. Amen. You know, as little kids, when we were coming up, we used to cut our hand mm. right in the palm, oh, yeah. and then we shake yeah. our friend's hand. Now we're blood brothers. And so um, there was no COVID then, I don't guess.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, rub some dirt in it, right? And yeah, rub some on. dirt and went yeah. on, uh, yeah. some
1: red clay. Yeah. Um, and so God has blessed us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think about coming up, God blessed us so much. We We didn't have inside facilities. We slept three to a bed and we go down to the creek, and we'd go swimming, and snakes would be everywhere, and <laughs> and and God just watched over us. Yeah. The foolishness yeah. of man, God can confound the wise. Amen. And, uh, and, and I see people now getting boxed food uh, delivered. Uh, I remember getting boxed food delivered. It was called, it was called commodity then. Yeah, I remember commodity that. Commodity yeah. cheese, ham, and, and mm. peanut butter, and rice, and flour. Um you'd have to go to the neighbor to borrow a cup of sugar every now and then if mother wanted to bake a cake or this time of year she and i would be out picking blackberries and we'd have fresh blackberry cobbler pie and then she'd can the rest of them for the winter mm-hmm. and and god is telling us to, we need to put up for the winter amen because the winter's coming mm-hmm. and we need to put back and uh I was out in the yard cutting grass the other week, and a gentleman came by. You want one of these boxes? I said, what you got? He said, well, we got chicken in it. We got cheese and milk and uh, had carrots and uh, asparagus or something like that, celery. Mm-hmm. I said, I, I don't need He said, no, you need to take a box. Just put it in the refrigerator. You drink the milk. And it had four apples and four oranges. And then. And working in the yard, those apples and oranges were really tasteful and good. But I remember those days. Mm-hmm. And here we are back in, in those days uh, uh, because we failed to teach the past. We mm-hmm. failed to teach the history of who we are. We're not bad people. Uh, we're good people. There Jesus, you know. Jesus always saw the good in a person amen um uh, mm-hmm. we just need to know who jesus christ is
0: amen um you know jesus was criticized for uh sitting and eating with sinners <laughs> to which i think jesus if he were here today would say well duh who, who do you think i came to sit with <laughs> right <laughs> right <on>. up. <laughs> right on uh and so so much can be accomplished i think jesus had it right so much can be accomplished when you sit around the table it's something as simple as sitting around the table and sharing a meal with someone amen can uh can accomplish so much you, you really get to know a person when you sit around the table with them and uh and one thing i have been guilty of especially in recent years and i think as i've gotten older i've gotten a little too comfortable james but uh uh, you know, sometimes I don't sit around the table with some of the people Jesus did, and I need to correct that. Which is one of the reasons I invited you to come in today. I'm trying to make some <laughs> corrections in my own life. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, sitting
1: sitting around the table is the best thing uh, y- anyone can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not. I've I listened to folks talk now. Both black and white, you know, they got these big words and they can Mm -hmm. commentate this and commentate that. But the bottom line is the old what is it? The old Indian proverb: "Unless you walk a mile in my moccasins, Mm -hmm. you can't tell me about life." Right. Uh, So when I when I share with people, I tell them, I said, "Look, I don't know nothing about medicine. I don't know much about this, but what I do know." I know that Jesus Christ died for me. Amen. I know that Jesus Christ paid a price that I could not pay. Mm -hmm. I know that Jesus Christ gave up the ghost to save my soul. And I know that Jesus Christ now sits at the right hand of the Father, Mm -hmm. interceding for me because, oh, wretched man that I am. Mm -hmm. And, and, And so what I tell folks is, is from the heart. This is who we are, mm-hmm. and we've got to love one another. If we don't do that, I, I can't. I can't change the hearts of people who don't want to be changed. And Jesus did quote on one occasion, "You are of your father the devil." Mm-hmm. Now he said, "Now let's just move on. <laughs> let's just right. move on." Right. The one thing you're not going to do, you're not going to sit in my father's house and mm-hmm. make it a den of thieves. You're not going to sit in my father's house and just do whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. So when I run across situations like that, I say, Jesus, this is yours. Mm -hmm. You can have it. Amen. And I move on because God wants us to enjoy this life that God has given us. God wants us to be a blessing to others. It's not about giving a person $100 or $50. It's about giving a person of course, we got to social distance, giving them a hug, mm-hmm. greet your brethren with a holy kiss, mm-hmm. and move on. And if you can help somebody, then help them. Mm-hmm. If you can't, get out of the way so that somebody else can help them. Mm-hmm. A lot of people stand in the way of other people's blessings. Mm-hmm. And, and a blessing is not always receiving. A blessing sometimes is giving.
0: Amen. Thank you.
1: we got to give.
0: Somebody sent me a... Uh... Uh, an email on my I've got three different email accounts so somebody sent me one on my private email account asking me some questions Uh, and one of the questions they asked so I'll pose it to you and see what you think about it Um, the tearing down of the statues and uh, and all that because you mentioned earlier we can't forget our history I just wanted to kind of get your take on that (laughs) i watched
1: this over the past Mm -hmm. two weeks. I watched it several years back. Um, Tearing down a statue is not going to uh, remove the problem. Mm -hmm. If the statue represents whatever it represents it's there for a reason. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like uh, if you ever been to the doctor's office or to the emergency room, they do a CT scan. Mm-hmm. Then, who am I? I don't. I don't live or die or be happy or sad or determine what my day is going to be like by saying. Well, we need to take this statue down because this person did this, 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 this. This person owned slaves. This person shot 40 people. This person did this, 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 this. If removing the statue can remove the hatred, can remove the racism, if removing a statue can remove all of those things that keeps us from being who Christ called us to be, Then remove the statue. Mm -hmm. But if the statue is removed and I still got hatred, Mm -hmm. I still have resentment. I'm still uneducated. I still don't know the history or the past. If these things were so bad, why were not? Why we were not told these things hundred years ago? Why Mm -hmm. were we not told these things during school? And so now all of a sudden I read a book and says, you know, this guy did this and this lady did this. We need to take that statue down. All right? What's in your heart? (laughs) Yeah. If that made sense to your question and to the listeners, if that made sense. It's it's not about statues, folks. Mm. It's about a living God. God will remove the statues that separate us, that stone. What did he say? Not one stone will be unturned. Amen. Amen. And so God will remove those things. Uh, And a lot of that is politics. Mm -hmm. And again, I reiterate, don't let (laughs) politics dictate who you are.
0: Amen. Let who you are in Christ dictate who you are that's right and how, and how you treat your brothers and sisters in christ yes. and those who don't who don't and i like to say this those who don't yet know christ you know yeah. i'm always hopeful that everybody's going to come to know him yes yeah that, <laughs> that, that's, that's me
1: uh, uh, people say well you don't have to go to church uh to be saved you don't have to go to the church uh, to have church, you can have church at home. <laughs> Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. Oh, man. If Jesus thought it was important to mm-hmm. go to the synagogue
2: mm-hmm.
1: and to worship mm-hmm. and to share the word, if Jesus thought it was important, then I'm following
0: Jesus. Amen. I'm going to follow his yeah. example.
1: Because one day, one day I got yeah. to stand before
0: him this entire COVID-19 thing and, the, and having to be careful with church services has been so hard especially on some of the older members of our church some of our elders uh, and I'm sure your folks probably feel the same way mm-hmm. uh, and so we're looking forward to the day when COVID-19 is passed and I, I told my folks I said we were quarantined during Easter but I said, when we do get to throw the doors wide open, we're gonna have Easter. It doesn't matter what day it is. What day. we're gonna we're gonna celebrate the Resurrection?
1: <laughs> yeah, because Easter and, uh, is what yeah. day Christ rose in your life. Yeah, absolutely. That's Easter. That's Easter. Yeah, man. And and yeah. the sun will shine again. I, and I, I like the old story in the Book of Kings. I don't know if it's Kings one or two. I hate to quote Scripture. Uh, but there was famine in the land, and, and they were uh, fighting the enemy, and, and they they were camped uh, out, and, and between them and the city that they were trying to get to to find food was the enemy. Mm-hmm. And they re, they resided within themselves and said, well, if we stay here, we're going to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, we know the yeah. enemy is right over there. But if we stay here, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make
1: <laughs> it. Yeah. But, you know, since we know we're going to die, mm-hmm. let us die going to the city. Amen. And God heard that confession. And God mm-hmm. made a roaring sound, and the enemy's camp, just they just deserted and left all the food there. So when the guys <laughs> got there, they looked around, there was no enemy, and they that there's food. Yeah. God will mm-hmm. provide.
0: Yeah since
1: we know we're going to die
0: mm-hmm. we know we're going to die everybody crosses that bridge yeah.
1: Yeah. and since I
0: know mm-hmm.
1: that I'm going to die going to the city Amen. because Amen. that's where Jesus is and Jesus is going to be there waiting for me mm-hmm. and so these obstacles that get in front of us mm-hmm. Jesus will remove them all I got to do is say Lord and mm-hmm. this this, this battle is yeah. yours not yeah. mine
0: I, I, th- I think that's a great we can't stay here because we're going to die. Yeah. So if we're going to die, let's take what God's promised us to take. Amen. <laughs> what a
1: glory time that will be, folks. Yep. I'm telling you, yep. I am just. Uh, I, th-
0: I think you just gave me a new sermon series. That's I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh,
1: uh, someone said uh, in one of the Sunday schools, I think it was this past one, an invitation to wisdom, mm-hmm. an invitation to wisdom. One lady uh, got our house ready. The other one, she didn't really care if they came or not. She, Mm -hmm. but she Mm -hmm. fixed everything up Mm -hmm. and, 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 and Christ has got it fixed up for us folks, you know, amen. Uh, Amen. So we are blessed and, and I'm hoping that through all of this, when I received your call I met with another pastor friend of mine in Cullman, and he's got COVID. And
0: wow. He wow. and his
1: wife both have been quarantined. Mm-hmm. Great fellow. He had called
2: me. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, tears in his eyes. I, I, could, I could feel them. And when we sat down to eat, and he was blessing the meal, mm-hmm. his wife sitting across from me, and he's next to me. Social distance we were. And he didn't even make it through blessing the food until he just broke down and started crying. This is a young guy, mm-hmm. very young guy, pastors one of the oldest churches in Cullman. And um, his heart just, 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 his heart is just hurting. Uh, and he said, James, we got to do something. We got to change something. So we began to eat and his wife was sharing there at the table. She's a great songster, oh beautiful, oh she's beautiful. She can sing like a hummingbird. Mm. And uh so we had a prayer in the park with the Black Lions Matter Group. And she opened up uh, that prayer service by singing uh the Lord's Prayer. Mm. That's all we
0: needed. Amen.
1: That was all Amen. we needed. And uh, then met with another young pastor in, in Cullman, pastors of another church there, one of the older churches. Uh seemed like all I've been meeting with is guys younger than me, like Pastor Bacchus, who's younger than well, me. Well, not much. Not oh, much. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he has on his marquee outside the church in common mm-hmm. black lives matter
0: mm-hmm. wow
1: and so he received a phone call about that mm. and he said it was a teachable moment
0: <laughs>
1: he says suppose you break your leg mm-hmm. the bone is protruding out and you go to the doctor the emergency room but you got other ailments mm-hmm. heart problem Eyesight, finger hurting, arthritis mm-hmm. is kicking in. Mm-hmm. But it's all in the same body. Right. But what is most pressing right now? Exactly. Is that broken bone.
0: The broken bone. Yeah. Thank you for that, James. Uh, and, and folks, listen Black Lives Matter is a peaceful movement. Yes. I, and it's a movement for change. Yes. And for. Uh, now, sometimes I know violent groups attach themselves to some of these things. And, and like you said earlier, violent people are going to do what violent people do, that's, unfortunately, sometimes. And, but,
1: and that's where yeah. good men, good women need to stand up. Mm-hmm. I remember the young lady one day there at the park in Cullman, uh Two young men came, supposedly with the Black Life Matter group, and they had made some signs. Defund mm-hmm. the police. Do all this. Mm-hmm. She walked over to them and says, you must leave. Yeah. We're not here for that. Right. And on another mm-hmm. occasion where someone yelled out something, somebody in our group returned to yell, she said, no. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're here for.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Because, see, she adopted two black sons, two mm-hmm. black kids mm-hmm. that she was trying to raise.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Because in common, there are several families who have adopted black children. I'm pretty sure they're all over. Sure. uh, From different countries, Haiti and places like that. They know Mm -hmm. what these children of color Mm -hmm. are going through. Right. I had one grandparent call me. Her granddaughter was asking questions because her Two uncles are mm-hmm. policemen,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and she she hear this term "blue lives matter, black lives mm-hmm. matter," and she's going, "Mom, what's grand grandma? What do what do I do? Mm-hmm. School is going to be returning sometime or another, it, right? And our children are going to be faced with that. Mm-hmm. So what do we tell them? Mm-hmm. And so this grandparent just broke down and just started crying." Just just tears, and I said, look, we're going to fix this.
0: Yeah.
1: We're going to fix this. Yeah. And so we're meeting with the superintendents of education of our city school system, our county mm-hmm. school system, their assistant superintendents. Mm-hmm. And so that when they have their in-service with their teachers, they need to talk about these things, and they need to be aware. Exactly. Because yeah. these, these young kids, uh, they love each
0: other. Hey Amen. And,
1: and and so so um, hopefully we're going to get some things going and, and, um, so that that it won't spill over into the schools. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't need um, yeah stuff like that. And, and so um, I, that same afternoon I spoke with another couple. They were out in the yard working. I've been knowing them all my life, and they're heartbroken in their church. Amen. Their heartbroken in their church. She mm-hmm. said, Mr. Fields, I was born and reared in that church. My mom and dad, my grandparents, their mm-hmm. parents. Mm-hmm. What do we do? Mm-hmm. What do we do? I don't want to leave the church. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. do we do? I said, just pray. Mm-hmm. Just go around and pray. Yeah. Sit on the steps and pray. Walk around it seven yeah. times.
0: Yes. Amen. And those walls will fall. They will fall. The enemy walls will fall. Amen. That's a reference to Jericho. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Well, James, we're at our 45 minutes, and that's usually the length of the podcast. But will you come back and talk to me again soon? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, sir. All right. Hopefully. And and, and you touched on something there at the end prayer. I, I think the church doesn't realize the power that lies in the power of prayer if god's people would just start praying Uh, so james look out that's uh, second
1: Chronicles 7 there
0: yeah if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face turn from turn from their evil ways i will hear from heaven and heal their land that's powerful stuff that's that's powerful stuff yeah would you close us in prayer yes okay
1: Father God, we give you thanks for this beautiful day and the moments that you've given us to share with uh, Pastor Steve Bacchus, dear friend. Our hearts are heavy, but our burdens are light. Amen. Only because of you. We pray for those who listen to this podcast, and, and maybe they, and we pray that they'll walk away with a blessing. To make a difference in the lives of those that are around them. We pray for our country. We pray for our state, our community, and we pray for our churches. Amen. Father God, help us to lift you up. You said that if I be lifted up, I will draw. Now draw us near, near blessed Lord, to their precious bleeding side. We ask this in the name of your son Jesus amen
0: amen thank you james